Welcome into A to Z Sports. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Finger. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. Like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. Powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks with your first deposit uh, at BetMGM. Download the app today. RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlord in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com, where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the pulse of fitness. Your 15-minute workout is free the first time at Mandu.com. The Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief uh, at, for your personal insurance at TuckerTN.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings, calvinandsubtle.com, and the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. So, Zach, uh, we, are, we, are, we, are we making betting your money today, or are we doing that later in the week? Because that's very exciting that we're going to have 500 bucks to play with of your money. No, uh, I, no, we're we're risk. gonna we're gonna find the right bet this week okay. to bet on the big game on Sunday with my money, and it's a collaboration. So start thinking about it. We're not necessarily have to be on a Tuesday. We've got all week to think about it. We don't want to jump the gun, but that's what I'm gonna put up because that's the great part about BetMGM. You use code A to Z Sports right there on the screen. There are our new title sponsor. We got to show people how to use this bad boy and it is easy and you can win money. And I'm excited about this week, but we're going to do this just like sports trivia. We're going to do this as a community this week for Sunday's game. Yes, for sure. And so just to explain this, because Damon says I'm putting 500 bucks on, on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the risk-free bet up to $500, you have to make your own deposit and then once you make that deposit, you can make a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks with your money that you put in. And if you win the bet, you get the return off of that bet. If you lose the bet, then you just get that money back in bonus play. So that's how that works. We'll talk more about that later on. But Zach, there is a, a big news uh, topic and discussion in the NFL with Deshaun Watson. Will he be traded away by the Houston Texans? We will play some audio from Nick Casario, uh, the new Texans GM here later in the show. But I've got five trade options for Deshaun Watson that actually make sense. And this is from SB Nation. So uh, we're, let's work through these one by one. Well, Jeff, Jeff has a question, Austin. Okay. He, says, he says, why are we going to talk about Watson? Do you want to answer that? Uh, because we live and work in Nashville, Tennessee, which is the Titans market. We cover the Tennessee Titans as a media company. And Deshaun Watson is in the Titans division and has beaten the Titans several times over the last uh, few years. So Jeff Dahlhoff, who cares about Deshaun Watson? If you're a Titans fan, you should care about Deshaun Watson because you have to play the guy twice a year. Maybe. Uh, what? Maybe moving Maybe. Forward. Well, Maybe you've not. had to. And the guy is 25 years old, and it's a big deal. So, Zach, let's work through these five trade options for Deshaun Watson. And so the first one, I think, is probably the most obvious, and that is the Miami Dolphins. Okay, so, Zach, on SBNation.com, they've got the Dolphins' realistic trade option to the Houston Texans 
They get Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins for Tua, two first-round draft picks, both this year, which are number three overall and number 18 year overall, and then this year's second-round draft pick, number 50 overall. So two first-rounders this year, a second-rounder this year, and Tua. That is the realistic option for Deshaun Watson and the Miami Dolphins on SB Nation. What do you think? So my first concern is that it's within the conference, right? So you're going to be competing with the quarterback you're trading away for the Super Bowl, right? And so that is a concern. And the other concern is all of this is this draft. You're coming off of a year for college football where you didn't get the opportunity to watch as many players. Some opted out. Not all the best players actually played. Plus, you're at number three. I know you get two in return, but the top two quarterbacks – and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields will probably go one and two, possibly. I mean, we don't know how it's going to shake out. So uh, let's table that. I don't well, love you do that. Get, you do get Tua, right? If you so, want Tua. That's right. if you want Tua. Well, if you make this trade, you probably want Tua to some extent. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. So uh, look, uh, let's table this first one and let's digress to the second one. What do you think? So what I think about the Dolphins one is I think they are one first-round draft pick short. I I think they would probably, instead of the second-round draft pick this year, they would probably have to throw in uh, their first-rounder for 2022. Okay, I I could understand that. And because Tua doesn't bring that value. You want more value on top of Tua. I get that. Sure, sure. So, all right, next uh, option is... Somebody that has been uh, talked about with Puka right there on the comment section. The New York Jets, okay? The Jets on SB Nation, Zach, offer a uh, 2021 first-rounder at number two overall, the second-round pick this year, number 34 overall, a first-rounder next year, and a first-rounder the year after. So that's a first-rounder in 21, 22, and 23, and a second rounder this year. So no quarterback coming back to Houston, no Sam Darnold involved, but three first round draft picks and a second round draft pick this year that's very high at 34 overall. How do you feel about this Jets offer? Jets offer is a lot better than the Dolphins offer. This is the leader in the clubhouse for me because of those three first round picks, two of them being futures, and you can draft a new guy. Right, Justin Fields at number two overall, you can reset. You're not going to be as good out of the gate at the quarterback position this year because if you do trade Deshaun Watson, right? So uh, the one thing is you kept him in conference. You're going to have to play him, and you but don't want to do that. But He's get- going to be in your way to get to the Super Bowl on top of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there, there's a strategy in that. You Like, Patrick Mahomes is the final boss. Now you're having Deshaun Watson as, you know, like in a video game, you've got the lower level boss to get to the castle, to get to Bowser. Yeah. That's what Deshaun Watson is. Why are you putting Deshaun Watson there? That's not very smart. So this is the better of the trade, in my opinion, but still interconference. All right. So we've gone through the Dolphins. We've gone through the Jets. Zach, we've got one more AFC team before we flip over to the NFC. So the third team on this list on the SB Nation The New England Patriots. The New England Patriots would give up a first round this year and a second round this year, which is 15th and 47th overall. Then a first round pick 
and a second round pick in the 22 draft, and then a first round pick uh, in 2023. So uh, the Patriots will be giving up three straight first round draft picks and two straight second round draft picks for Deshaun Watson. Your thoughts on this Patriots offer? I don't trade to the Patriots. This is uh, the yeah. last trade that I would ever do. Stupid. The Patriots are too well of a run organization. Why are you going to give them a franchise quarterback? I agree. Don't, don't do that. It's yeah. like the Colts. They, you went for Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Now, they ever, the league got lucky that Andrew Luck didn't want to play anymore, but never do this trade. <laughs> yeah, We're tired and, of seeing New England in there. And, and let's see. Uh, Nate says, Jesus, that's a big package. Wait till I get to the fifth team on this. Uh, Damon that's- says, Patriots deal is not a good deal at all. No way they do that. Can't move. Uh, to 15. I well, the the remember the Texans do not have a pick. I think until the third round this year. So the Texans are desperate for draft capital. Uh, Bobby adds that pick that that doesn't seem like a strong offer. Uh, the Patriots picks are going to be later. And Andre, I agree with Andre. No trade to the Pats ever. Just do not do that. Uh, there. So we've gone through the Dolphins. We've gone through the Jets and the Patriots. Now our first NFC team on the list. Zach, the Atlanta Falcons with new head coach uh, Arthur Smith, offensive coordinator, offensive mind, play caller. This trade includes Matt Ryan going to the Houston Texans. A first-round pick this year, which is fourth overall. A second-round pick pick this year, which is 32nd overall. And then next year's first and second-round pick. So you've got two firsts, two seconds, and Matt Ryan going back to Houston. What are your thoughts on this? I actually really like this trade. Uh, and these are the first. I am reacting just like everybody else is reacting. Austin has has the the answers, the keys. We're taking the test. I, I like this trade. You get him out of the conference. You get somebody in return in Matt Ryan, who Matt Ryan is. Matt Ryan is a quality quarterback, right now. He has had his ups and downs with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley offensively, but that has been a big reason of the lack of the run game. They have not had a running game since, hell, Dante Freeman uh, Mm -hmm. years ago. I like this trade because you get futures and you get a quarterback now, and it's a proven commodity. Whether Matt Ryan is – I don't know if he's great. I mean, he was an MVP at one point. But can he be good, right? And then your first-round picks, if he's not good, you can always draft a quarterback in the next two years. Well, and here's the thing with this, and uh, and Teron jumps in the chat, and I like when Teron jumps in the chat because Teron's very smart. He says the Falcons deal will take salary cap gymnastics from both teams, which is a funny way to put that. 40-plus million-dollar cap hit for Matt Ryan. So and it's I was, that I, contract. You're, you're, I, I pulled that exactly. up. I pulled that up because Matt Ryan's cap hit in 2021, Zach, is $40.9 million. Now, his cap hit in 2022 is 41, and the following year is 36. Now, there is a potential out after 2021. So, yes, the cap gymnastics are going to have to be, you know, SEC gymnastics level, which is, you know, below Olympic level, but pretty damn high. Uh, So you're going to have to do some type of work uh, there with that. But you do, if you're the Texans, have an opportunity to have Matt Ryan for a year draft a quarterback at number four overall, and then run with the quarterback uh, in 2022 and beyond and get rid of Matt Ryan the year after that with that potential out 
in his contract. So, I, don't, I wouldn't draft a quarterback at four overall. I think the two will be gone. So I would actually just draft a quality player. You have to remember, the Texans have a massive amount of holes. J.J. Yes. Watt's probably going to be gone, so that is a big hole on your defensive line. Their secondary was trash. I mean, absolute garbage. We saw that in the season finale in Week 17 for the Titans. They have a lack of, uh, of wide receivers on the outside because Will Fuller – is not reliable, okay? He is not reliable at all. Right. And they don't have anybody on the outside. So they have to fill quite a bit of holes. They don't have many draft picks. They're in a bad spot. So right. I, I don't I don't know. But but if that trade could be done, I do like that trade. Okay, here's the fifth one. So this is the last trade option. We've gone to the Dolphins. We've gone to the Jets, the Patriots, and the Falcons. The fifth option in the SB Nation's article of five Deshaun Watson trade scenario that makes sense. The Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers, Zach, would send Teddy Bridgewater to Houston. A first-round draft pick this year at number eight overall. A second-round draft pick this year at number 40 overall. 22's first and second-round pick and 23's first-round pick. So you get Teddy Bridgewater, three consecutive first-round draft picks, and two consecutive second-round draft picks for Deshaun Watson. That is by far the biggest haul of these five. I like this. This is a scenario where you'd have to draft that third quarterback at eight. Okay, And, and there's value there. You're going to have to find the Josh Allen of this draft. Right. And there's an opportunity to at eight. There's a lot of quarterbacks. And we're early in this draft process of trying to figure out, you know, who's the third guy behind Lawrence and Fields. Is Fields really the second? Where's Kyle Trask? Where's Mac Jones? Where's Zach Wilson? Where's Trey Lance? All of these guys that I just mentioned, we we don't know yet because we're not deep enough. We're just just February 2nd. Uh, but we will get a lot uh, more information on these quarterbacks and kind of how they're expected to fall. But those are the five. So how do you feel about this, Carolina? I don't want Teddy Two Gloves. I agree. I, I, I'm out and because Teddy Two Gloves does nothing for your fan base. This is the problem, and we'll talk about uh, the GM quarterback crime uh, here uh, in, in a couple of minutes. This Texans fan, this Houston, Houstonians are, are hating themselves in their sporting uh, teams, right? So, so the the Astros cheated, right? Now they've been just smeared all over Major League Baseball. James Harden, their best player, their franchise player, didn't want to be there anymore. Eventually asked for a trade. Eventually got a trade, and now Deshaun Watson, their franchise quarterback, in which it is extremely hard to draft a franchise quarterback. It is one of the hardest things to do, and they got one, and then they. Effed it up, I mean, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Teddy Two Gloves does not give you any juice. Now, future first-round picks help, but you're going to have to find some juice now. I don't hate the trade because of the number of picks that it involves, right? but I don't know if it's my favorite one. All right, so Zach, let's ask everybody what's the best offer of these three of these five trades. I'll run through the teams uh, here in a second, but first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your financial benefit. 
Maybe you're renting right now. You want to find a better option for you and your family, whatever your situation is. Renters Warehouse has a fantastic inventory. Maybe you're looking to sell your home. You don't have to sell. You could. It's a one-time transaction. But Renters Warehouse can make that home become long-term equity and a cash flow machine. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. Our brand new title sponsor, BetMGM. I signed up yesterday. I used my code A to Z Sports. I, I put in $500 into my account because that is the deal that they're running right now. It's, it, it's really an awesome deal. $500 and it's risk-free up to that amount, right? So that means if I can put $500 on my first bet and I lose, I get $500 in bonus money to bet in the future. Yeah. If I win... That's cold, hard cash, homie. Yeah. That's right in the bank. Shody, what you drank. Bet MGM, code A to Z Sports. Sign up today. It is, it is, we are going to have so many awesome promotions with Bet MGM here moving forward. Really pumped to see uh, what all we can do moving forward. Yeah. So download that app today. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, Call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. So, Zach, you got something else? I do, because okay. we had in the comment section, This we read the comment sections, all yeah, right? We do. So we don't just, like, sit there and say, hey, what are you doing? Uh, Danny asked a pretty good question, you know, and this is an SB Nation article that we're referencing. Correct. But Danny, Danny said, how did SB Nation not even bring up two teams? And oh. I think that this is warranted. You have San Francisco that is not – really happy with Jimmy Garoppolo because of his injury and maybe his lack of it factor, right? And then you have Pittsburgh. You have an aging Ben Roethlisberger that looked like he fell off of a cliff towards the end of last year. Just just turned old all of a sudden. And they lost in the first round to the Browns. Yeah. What about those two teams? So so I will mention in this article on SB Nation, we've gone through these five teams. He does mention other notable teams, and that's the Bears, Steelers, Colts, and Saints. The Colts ain't happening. They're not trading to Sean Watson within the division, so we can take uh, the Colts out. But Bears, Steelers, Saints, and his reasoning for not having those in the trade options that make the most sense is that the Bears, uh, Steelers, and Saints, they're playoff teams. So that first-round draft pick isn't very high. So the Texans are unlikely to get an attractive first-round draft pick, which they don't have at all, uh, to get a new quarterback with. So that was uh, the justification on the SB Nation article. Now, San Francisco is different because their draft pick's a lot higher. The team's very good. They were decimated by injuries all over the field this past year. I don't know off the top of my head of where the, the Niners are drafting the first round. I'm guessing the chat can help us out with that. But that's the justification of no Bears uh, or Steelers or Saints because their picks are all playoff picks, and the Texans are probably not as attracted to that. And, and Dom asked, that's why I asked, do these guys ever hit on these trade position, uh, predictions? It's fun to talk about but hard to predict. It's very hard to predict, but this is an, another reason why I like what we're doing today is uh, if – Deshaun Watson gets traded, which we'll reference here in a little bit. If he does, we have these picks, right? So we'll come back and compare and we'll say, did they get them right? Did we get them right? Did we predict correctly? So yeah. it is kind of a game because you don't, you, nobody can predict the future. But one thing we do know, Deshaun Watson is unhappy and he doesn't want to be a Texan anymore. 
Correct. And thank you. The chat says the 12th pick for the Niners. So that's, that's higher than the Patriots. Um, so maybe that's, that's a, a possibility there for the Niners to jump in there with that 12th pick. But again, the five teams, we want to ask you guys, which of these five makes the most sense for the Texans to trade Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins where it's two, uh, two first rounders, the Jets where it's just three first rounders and a second rounder, the Patriots three first round and two second round, the Falcons, Matt Ryan, plus two first and two seconds, and the Panthers, which give up Teddy Bridgewater, three firsts and two seconds. So which of these five makes the most sense if you're the Texans, Zach? The Jets. And and that's my prediction. I think that the Jets will make a move. It's the New York market. They're desperate. They were just laughed at all last year uh, because of what they were not able to do and win football games. And I think that they would sacrifice for a franchise player. And I, the other thing, I think Deshaun Watson would actually would go to New York. Now, it's within the AFC, and we talked about that, so I would be a little hesitant if I was the Texans. But you have to think, this is what I would bet on if I was Houston. You could draft a quarterback because you're such a high pick that you're trading for this year. You're going to get two more futures after that. And the probability of the Jets just being a playoff team right out of the gate, they have to deal with the Bills. The Bills are getting better. The Dolphins have already had a year to rebuild. This is going into kind of their third full season of rebuild mode when they flip the roster. They have a quarterback in Tua. I don't know how much they trust well, they had, in him. They had two quarterbacks because Tua and Fitzpatrick had the tag team, that thing. Right, but going into this year, I, the Dolphins, I think, can win games. I don't know how many, but they can win more games than they've been accustomed to in years past. So that 2022 first-round pick for the Jets that you're going to get could be a pretty good pick. And Remember, Deshaun Watson's going to still be on the Jets, and he's going to win a lot more games than without Deshaun Watson. Well, how many games did he win this year? Four or five. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So that's, that's kind of – look, it's all a bet – I just think that the Jets make more sense because they are willing to give you more and give you more as in where your pick is this year and multiple first-round picks in the future. I value that. My prediction yeah, and, is the Jets. And so somebody commented in the, on Facebook said that, remember, Watson has the final say, uh, and that's true. He's got the no-trade clause that he has to wait for something to happen. And so he has to be okay with the destination. We know he wants Miami. We know he likes Robert Sala, the new Jets head coach. And a lot of you guys have pointed that out. If I'm Nick Casario, I don't think I want a veteran quarterback. I don't want Matt Ryan. I don't want Teddy. I definitely do not want Teddy Bridgewater. I, I, if I'm going to have a quarterback come back to me in this Deshaun Watson trade, I want that quarterback on a rookie contract. And the only guy that's out there right now is Tua. So I, I, I think right now the best options are the Jets and the Dolphins. And I think the Dolphins would need to up the ante instead of two first-round draft picks um, and a, a this year's second. Do you I want, want Tua? I can I can work with Tua's rookie contract to find out if I can work if I can make Tua work, and then 
and you guys are bringing up Darnold's on his rookie deal. Darnold's deeper into his rookie deal where you've got to start paying him fifth year. Uh, I think you have to make a decision in May on his fifth year option. I'm not doing that. I want more time for this rookie contract where I at least get a couple of years to find out if I can do something with Tua or not. And then I have the draft capital to go get somebody else. So the Dolphins can win this deal if they make it Tua and three first-round draft picks. That's what the Dolphins are going to have to offer right now with this current offer from SB Nation. Granted, this was before the Matt Stafford trade. It's got to be Tua and at least three first-round draft picks. That's what has to happen. Because Deshaun Watson is better than Matthew Stafford and is younger than that Matthew Stafford. By seven years. I mean, that's massive. <laughs> yeah, and Matt Stafford got... Now, part of why the Matt Stafford and Rams trade worked is be, and why it was how it was is because Jared Goff had already been paid. So you had the Rams have that contract and the Lions have to be okay with taking a significant portion of the contract, even though the Rams have a bunch of dead cap with um, Jared Goff's deal. So but they had already been used to that because they were paying Matthew Stafford, right? So that uh, to that point, yes. So so if I'm if I'm the Texans, it's either the Jets or the Dolphins, and that's only based on Tua and how you feel about that. Because I would prefer to draft my own guy if I'm Nick Casario and the new coach there. Start over. Yes. Because but Tua, Justin Fields, if you take him, if you trade him to the Jets and you draft Justin Fields, you pray to God he doesn't work out like Dwayne Haskins. I don't think that he will. No, he's different. He, he, he's he's different. had so much more production in college than Dwayne Haskins did. Dwayne Haskins was a one-year guy at Ohio State because of the lack of opportunity from in front of him. Yes, I, I just I agree with the rookie contract concept because that is going to help you help your team. It's just now you don't have to. It's like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was the gift of God to the Seattle Seahawks because he had so much productive production on his rookie deal, and so they were able to build the Legion of Boom. They were able to pay that. The Texans have to reset because all of their franchise players, like JJ Watt, Deshaun Watson, will not no longer be there. So you're right. going to have to just you need draft capital, and they don't have any draft capital. So I, will 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 a trade happen with Deshaun Watson? That's something that I don't know, and that gets us to our next discussion, Zach, because Nick Casario did something that wasn't very smart on Friday. So we're going to play you a video of a mistake that Casario made in the press conference. We're going to ask you guys if it's fair or foul for Deshaun Watson to be upset about this. Before we play this video, everybody, Zach, tell the people about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, absolutely. 615-448-6414 is the phone number. Give Calvin and Subtle a call. If you're thinking about redoing your house, upgrading your house, ripping up that old carpet and putting in brand new hardwood floors, there's really only one place to go. If you're in the Middle Tennessee area, they can serve you, service you. Clarksville, Columbia, Spring Hill, they will make sure that they come out and put brand new hardwood floors in your home. Upgrade the equity, 615-448-6414, or you can go online at calvinandsubtle.com. A to Z Sports, our new title sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app today. Use promo code ATOZ Sports, and you can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks with our promo code ATOZ Sports. How that works is you deposit your first time 
whether it's 50 bucks or 500 bucks or anywhere in between, you can use that deposit for one risk-free bet up to 500 bucks, which means you either win the bet and get the return off of that bet, or if you lose the bet, you just get that money back in bonus money. So promo code ATOZ Sports, whenever you download the BetMGM app, the king of sportsbooks and title sponsor of here on A to Z Sports. So Zach, Nick Casario made a boo-boo. Uh, and this was in his in one man's opinion in uh, it's a very important man. And that opinion is very important. Here's Nick Casario opening the press conference for the Texans as they introdu- introduced the new head coach uh, on Friday and listen for the boo-boo. Um, I just want to address a couple things here quickly before we get started. Um, so organizationally um, just want to reiterate our commitment to Deshaun Watson. Um, He's had a great impact on this organization, a great impact on a lot of people, a great impact on this team. And uh, we look forward to the opportunity to spend more time with him here this spring once we get started. And, you know, we have zero interest in trading the player. Um, We have a great plan, a great vision for, for him and for this team and his role on our team. And we look forward to the opportunity to spend more time with him here this spring. So, so that's Nick Casario there. He said zero interest in trading the player. And according to Adam Schefter, Deshaun Watson did not like that. He did not like being called the player in a press conference addressing his um, uh, official trade request. So Zach, fair or foul for Deshaun Watson to be upset by his brand new GM that he did not have an opportunity to have an input on the GM hire like he thought he was going to, calling him the player. Well, in negotiations, who has the high ground, right? You think about that. Now, Deshaun Watson can pick to see, hey, I'd like to be traded there. I wouldn't like to be traded there. But overall, he's still in her contract. And the relationship is already messed up. You know, C. Smith 0607 says foul. We've got fair from Sawyer, fair from Dan. Sorry, fair. Oh, oh so he, he changed his decision uh, on foul. Uh, so this is what I think. This is what I think he was trying to do, which I don't. I don't know if this is a great strategy. It's kind of stupid. But when I heard that clip, essentially the GM was like, "We like the player. We don't like the personality. <laughs> like the way he's acting right now. We'd like to trade away, but we're we'd like to keep the player." We'd like to keep him on the field. Now, did that piss Deshaun Watson off? Because yeah, it's a package it deal, right? It's a package deal. You get the personality and the player. And this is something that LeBron James has gone on. And the NBA is at the forefront of this. It's not just shut up and dribble, right? I, I have more value than just what I can accomplish on the field. And Deshaun Watson, look, the, the franchise has not treated Deshaun Watson very well in what they've surrounded him with and what the coaches that he has had, right? With Bill O'Brien and some of the other assistants that are gone. And then I think the straw that broke the camel's back, NFL Films did this because I don't think the Texans would be stupid enough, maybe they would, to release it. The final game, J.J. Watts walking off the field and your franchise player who has been the face of Houston and J.J. Watt is apologizing to the new face of the franchise, Deshaun Watson, on wasting a year of his career. And that is a, we as an organization, we as the Texans. That was a terrible look for the Houston Texans. Is this fair or foul? No, no, we're asking fair or foul for Deshaun to be upset 
not for Casario calling him. For, fair or foul for Deshaun to be upset by this? I I think that Deshaun Watson needs to 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 be tougher. Like I I, I do not get your panties in a wad because of this. You already don't like the situation, but if you're a star franchise quarterback, you get scrutinized all the time. Look, I get called an idiot all the time on the internet. Austin, you know this about me. It affects me zero. I don't care. Deshaun Watson, though, it obviously has upset him, and he has something within him that, I don't know, maybe a little sensitivity. So sure. I, 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 but don't be sensitive. This no, is a business. I, if you're demanding a trade, you're demanding a trade that is business, not because you're sensitive. Well, and Teron says if that upset him, he needs to get thicker skin. I agree. And, and again, Adam Schefter said that he did not take to that kindly, right? Like, so that was Adam Schefter's way of saying it. I think it's fair for Deshaun Watson to not like that because of all. It's not just this one instance, right? It's not the the one mistake or this one thing that happened that makes Deshaun Watson upset. It's the actions stacked up over the years that has Deshaun Watson p- pissed off and frustrated at the organization. It's the trading away of Hopkins. It's how Bill O'Brien was running the roster into the ground and how the offense was running him and Deshaun into the ground by having him get sacked 50 times a year, right? Because they couldn't get an offensive line. They couldn't do it. It's everything stacked up onto each other. And then the new GM that Deshaun Watson did not sign off on, and whether that's fair or not for him to have the ability to sign off. It goes to sensitivity. No, but again, like this is the situation, right? The situation that Deshaun Watson is in is Nick Casario messed up by saying the player. Nick Casario, if you truly do not want to trade away Deshaun Watson, you have to do everything right say every word right in order to make Deshaun Watson happier again to stay in Houston because that's what you want. Is that ever going to happen? I don't know. But if Nick Casario, listen, if Nick Casario wants that. couldn't save this. It didn't matter. If Nick Casario is committed to Deshaun Watson. The Rockets were committed to James Harden three weeks ago. They said that. They said the exact same thing. I, I, I get that. So, so read, read between the lines. I understand that. But if Nick Casario is truly committed to building around Deshaun Watson as a new GM, he has to watch his words and you can't call him the player because we know players, players are sensitive. Pro foot, pro athletes are sensitive because everything they've been done, they've done, they've been told how good they are, how great they're going to be, how much money they're going to be make making and then they get criticized for everything too right so they are sensitive we know that taylor Lewan holds a grudge against you and me for something you said five years ago of course they're sensitive that's how they work that's what pro athletes are so as a general manager you have to understand that your players are going to be sensitive so you do you don't call them the player because that dehumanizes them and it's more you're treating them like a like an asset and not a human being, well, maybe, and that's maybe, why it's frustrating. Well, maybe that was the point. Maybe and, there was a method to this madness in saying, look, you have to remember that you are the player. You are not the organization, nor are you the general manager that just stepped in here and has all of the control. Like Nick Cassarity, uh, I mean, the, the general manager of, of 
the, the Texans decides. Deshaun Watson does not. Well, Deshaun Watson actually has the, some leverage in this because he's got the no-trade clause that he himself ha- has to waive. So then play. Right, and that's the, that's what's going to be so dramatic about the, the next month coming up is that Deshaun Watson is going to be up happen, uh, is going to be unhappy, and will he report on time whenever they report for their offseason workouts? Or is he, going, is he going to hold out? What happens when a franchise quarterback holds out? It's very different than when a left tackle or running back like Le'Veon Bell holds out. What do you think is going to happen? I don't think he's getting traded. Wow. I don't think he's getting so, traded. So how does I, that work? Okay, so no, now I like this because I, I'm the opposite. I believe that they will trade him. I think... It's just like this. Unhappy wife, unhappy life. And they're married, big dog. You know that. You're married. When your wife is not happy, that's when things in turmoil, you can't get anything accomplished, right? So now your quarterback is unhappy. How can you get anything accomplished? So I'll ask you oh, this. Oh, it's going to be it's, ugly. So how, so how is it going to work? I don't know. I, I, well, the reason why I don't think he's going to get traded is is because Matt Stafford just went to the Rams for two first-round draft picks, a third-round draft pick, and Jared Goff. So what's the likeliness of the Miami Dolphins giving you two and three first-round draft picks? The Jets. What's the likeliness of the Jets? I think likely. Giving you three first-round draft picks? They're or- desperate. De- desperate. And here's the here is the key that I believe why he will get traded. Deshaun Watson is a known commodity. All of these other draft picks, as as Dom picked out, they're all predictions. Oh, we predict Trevor Lawrence to be the revolutionary quarterback that Peyton Manning was, right? You predict all these things. We know for a fact, after he tore his ACL, Deshaun Watson is a great NFL quarterback. You value that. Because that doesn't matter what team he is around or plays for. He will still be a great NFL quarterback for the next five years. That has the most value. And when desperate teams are trying to find the most important position in team sport in the quarterback, they will give up all of those picks, in my opinion. I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I just I do I don't see it happening. I see the price is too high. The Texans know they have to get everything they possibly can for this. Because by trading away Deshaun Watson, they have to set themselves up for a better future. And trading Deshaun Watson sounds like a bad future just by itself. So that's where I I don't think I don't think that Texans would take three first round draft picks in a second from the Jets. I don't think that's good enough. Do you want to come home? uh, I I understand that, but they have to make like they only get one trade. This is the only time they get one shot at this. One shot to trade away a franchise quarterback who's 25 years old and maybe isn't even in his prime yet. They get one shot at this, so you got to go get everything you possibly can. And if I'm the Texans, three first-round draft picks isn't enough. So do you want to sleep in a cold bed every night? Look, I... I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm not putting myself in this situation. That's a terrible situation to be in, but the Texans put themselves here by how they've handled Deshaun Watson over the last 18 months. And that's fine, but they're not going to stick there. It won't last till the season because you sacrifice. Here's two reasons why. 
you sacrifice this year after you've just come off of a, a COVID year where you've lost m- money because you didn't make as much as you would have without COVID. That also impacts every business in the entire world besides hazmat suit makers and mask makers, right? Like there are, are there are a handful of companies that have thrived in this pandemic, but the majority of big time business and conglomerations have lost their money. They have, and they have to recoup it some way. How you do that is change, not sleep in a cold bed every night for the next 12 months. Well, okay. And and Tyler says, I would trade Deshaun for Dak straight up. Well, Dak Prescott doesn't have a contract, so you can't do that. Nate um, says, I'm with Austin on this. It's all on Watson if he has the balls to sit out the year and get fined. So you're basically trying to call Deshaun Watson's bluff. If I'm the Texans, I have to get four first-round draft picks for me to think about pulling the trigger on this. Because I have to get I have to get my future back. If I'm trading away my future, I have to set myself up to have a strong future. And you've got to make sure you get everything you want with this Deshaun Watson move. Because that's all you've got. This is the story of the year. And it's this is why the NFL is so great. We could sit here on a Tuesday and talk about this trade because this is fire. Like, this is unreal. You have an unhappy camper in Camp Onawana, right? What, someone's got to stay, somebody's got to go. Because if both stay, it's not going to end well. And the good part, and the show we do, the Titans will reap the benefit of this, right? The Colts, which we'll talk about, need a quarterback. The Jaguars are in complete reset mode. Now, they're about to jumpstart that, right? They're about to throw fire onto the flame or or gas onto the flames with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. But if if you're the Titans, you have to look at this and be like, (laughs) I love that our neighbor, uh, the husband and wife, are getting into a fight. I love how uh, one guy moved out because he's no longer there in Phillip Rivers. And then you got the new hot young Joneses in Trevor Lawrence and, and Urban Meyer who just moved in. But you, the Titans are already established. Yes, they have got to find a new offensive coordinator that can call plays the way that Arthur Smith did. I don't even want to get into Shane Bowen because it will make my blood boil. So I'm just going to skip over that because I think that's an awful hire. And I do not think that the defense will make the jumps necessary. And it's putting too much pressure on John Robinson. But you're AFC South divisional champs. That's what you are. You have to hold that title. And you're the leader in the clubhouse going into next year. And you just dodged a bullet because Nate brings up, I love how the Colts didn't get Stafford. And I tweeted this. I thought... I thought that Matt Stafford would have made the Colts the second best team in the AFC if that were to have happened, and that's not going to happen. So Matthew Stafford is off the board, Zach. Let's let's transition to this topic, where the Colts should turn for quarterback now that Stafford is no longer an option, and who do we think will be the Colts quarterback in 2021? Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life to either you or someone you love, you never know what's going to happen. And unfortunately injuries do happen. Make sure you know where to go to get the best care possible throughout the entire process. And they do the entire process 
right there at the Bone and Joint Institute in one building in Franklin. They don't have to send you all over town for imaging, for other testing, for the surgery center, for the rehab. At Bone and Joint, it's bang, right there, one building in Franklin, Tennessee. They also have their sport ortho and rehab facility in Nolansville for your convenience. Boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, our new title sponsor, BetMGM, code A to Z Sports, right down there. I put my $500 in yesterday. My first bet up to that amount, risk-free. We're going to bet my money this week on the, on the big game on Sunday. You're going to help us. We're going to lead up to Friday. We're going to make a wager and see what we do. The best part is you can follow along. You can do the exact same thing because all you have to do, like I did, use code A to Z Sports and Sign up, download the BetMGM app, and sign up today. It's that easy. All right, so the question is, where should the Colts go with quarterback? Who do you think will be the Colts quarterback in 2021? Mike brings up Aaron Rodgers. Patrick says Colts go after Carson Wentz. Um, I, I think the Colts are a really damn good football team. And the fact that they were able to go 7-9, and nine, and I said this. They went 7-9 with Jacoby Brissett. I thought the Colts, who were actually the favorite to win the division, were a playoff team with Phillip Rivers before that happened because Phillip Rivers is at least two games better. Well, he's a good quarterback. We established that this year. But he's also past his prime, and there were moments... more of a good quarterback, and he proved that this year. I don't want to get into your mess. Stop it. I I don't want to get into it. Stop it. But I do know this, that there were several times this year, including the wild card playoff game, down three points in Buffalo, where Phillip Rivers cost you the opportunity to go win that game, or at least tie the game, because of his dead noodle arm. So the Colts, with a great defense, and impenetrable offensive line, skilled players who are young and athletic and strong, and Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman, T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, You've got a lot of great pieces right there. So the Colts are literally a quarterback away from being a contender because they set up this roster to win a Super Bowl with Andrew Luck over the last two years, and Andrew Luck up and quit on them. And so the Colts are ready to go. Who is their quarterback, and and where do they turn now that Stafford's gone? Because Stafford, I thought, would have been a badass get for the Colts and scary for the Titans. That was their golden ticket, and we – it was reported the Colts were in talks. A ton of t- teams were in talks for Matthew Stafford because once Adam Schefter reported that a couple of weeks ago that, hey, Stafford's going to be on the market. He's no longer going to be in Detroit. He's tired of the Motor City. He's ready to get the hell out of there. Teams started to call. The Colts were one of those teams. That was a huge a dodge bullet by a lot of AFC teams that Stafford didn't go there. So who? where do you turn? So I, we've already had a couple. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, I, I think, is going to stay in Green Bay. I, I don't think that his time to be traded is now. I, I just don't. I, I don't think, think it's I, gotten I think to that boiling a, point. Yeah, this year's a year too early for that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So let's look at the other ones. I mean, Carson Wentz, Car- you don't have one. So, <laughs> so let's just go through. The trade options, right? So we've already mentioned a few of these trade options when we talked about the Deshaun Watson trades. Teddy Bridgewater no. and Matt Ryan, right? No. I, I, if you're the Colts, Matt Ryan could make sense because 
what what would Matt Ryan be able to do with a good offensive line and a defense that doesn't blow triple digit lead? What are you giving up though, right? You don't have the asset that we just talked about as Deshaun Watson. The only asset you have is a playoff first round pick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is like in the uh, early 20s, like 21, I believe. Is Let me go to Tankathon real quick, I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the other trade options, Derek Carr from the Raiders, Sam Darnold with the Jets, Jimmy Garoppolo with the Niners. Like, is Jimmy Garoppolo somebody that, that the Niners? And another domino would have to fall ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo that would make Jimmy Garoppolo be an option, right? And so I, that I, I like, I think that Sam Darnold, that would, if I was the Colts, I, that's who I would try to get. You got two years. Yes, you're going to have to pay him. You know a little bit more about him. He's been injury prone, but that's because he's been playing on the damn Jets. The Colts, as you referenced, all of their good assets throughout their team. I, I think that's where I go because, and you're going to have to give something up for him. But the Jets, if they could still make the Deshaun Watson trade. Yeah, and that's and that's what I was gonna say is like for Sam Darnold and Jimmy Garoppolo to have to happen, Deshaun Watson has to go to those teams, right? To free up the sitting quarterback. I, I think Sam Darnold would be scary if you're the Tennessee Titans. So those are the those are the, the real big trade options. The free agents, like they lit, I'm looking at a list here from 107.5 The Fan. They list Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott will be back in Dallas to, to some extent. Cam Newton, I think Cam Newton has jumped the shark. Then there's like the backup journeyman options of Andy Dalton and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and so the Colts, I think, they got to make a trade for somebody. And because Rob you, brings up or Alex do you draft? Do you draft a quarterback in – in that position. Where, where, where were they picking? They are picking 21st, right yeah, before the Tennessee Titans. Right. And what kind of quarterback can you get that's ready to go right now at 21? You're on, you're unlikely to draft a quarterback at 21 who's going to start for you today. And so that's where I think the Colts have to make a trade. Well, they could start for you today. It's just not he's going to be a rookie, right? He's going to make rookie mistakes. Yes, and and what are we talking about here with the Colts is they're ready to go now. Like, they're ready to do this thing. And, and I don't – like, do you disagree with me about the Matt Stafford making the Colts the second-best team in the AFC? Do you disagree with that or you, do you agree with it? I mean, obviously it's not going to happen, but – that's what. That's how highly I think of the Colts no, roster. No, the Bills would still be the second best. Man, I don't know. the The Bills and Colts are playing neck and neck with Philip Rivers. Matt Stafford right now at thirty two is so much better than Philip Rivers was last Josh year. Josh Allen will be better next year. Yeah, I, but the Bills defense is was riding on reputation. The Bills but defense, it, that I mean, we're I semantics, so it doesn't matter. It, they're two or three, right? They the real big thing is. If Stafford would have gone there, they would have been. They would have jumped the Titans. They would have significantly make a big jump from seven all the way up to two or three. I well, think two. The Titans' season is up to Shane Bowen. That dude, it, it, he he decides the Titans' fate. Mike Vrabel has I, all of the blame will go on Shane Bowen if their defense blows, and everybody should make sure of that because. Mike Vrabel put a 34-year-old defensive coordinator and promoted him after he refused to promote him last year in a position to be in the spotlight. So put up or shut up, but the defense sucks. 
It had sucked. Their third down defense was awful. How are you going to improve? And that is the Achilles heel of the Tennessee Titans. That's why they cannot, they're not in the running for the AFC championship game is because they're defense. Okay. And I will not stop all year. So listen up. And no, get yeah, used it, to it's it. look, Shane Bowen has a lot on his shoulders, but Mike Vrabel does too, because Mike Vrabel put Shane Bowen in that situation now twice in two years in a row. And John Robinson cannot whiff like he did this off, off they season. They were like just last. so bad. They were the, they were the liability. And look, Teron, you, Teron brings up not just Bowen. They clearly needed playmakers up front. They absolutely did. But Bowen didn't have the wherewithal to get pressure on the quarterback consistently at the end of the year. I mean, they were third to the last in sacks. Awful. Behind the Bengals. Like, no, yeah, we know the stats. We talked about it. Like it's very bad, even though they got nine sacks in the last two games, which is insane. But a lot of that was Lamar Jackson. Five of those were Lamar Jackson. And that's Lamar Jackson just being a playmaker. And you know what? Who got the best of the Titans defense after a 49-yard scamper to the end zone? Oh, I mean, yeah, but the defense overall played well enough to win that game in the playoffs. The offense uh wet the bed that day. That's that's what happened. So the Colts, let's get back to that. Uh, I, I think Sam Darnold. And- I think Sam Darnold is my vote. Say, if I was the Colts, I would find a way to get Sam Darnold and say, "Wow, we've gotten younger at the quarterback position. He has experience. He's made mistakes before, granted, but he also is athletic. We've yeah. seen Sam Darnold have fifty-yard runs and, and kind of like Daniel Jones and outrun the defense. So he gives you that ability. And what do we know about Frank Wright? Frank Wright is good with quarterbacks. You talk about quarterback guru. He has done a very good job with the quarterbacks that he's had. Uh, He excelled Jacoby Brissett. He made him play better. Andrew Luck was the way that he was. And he got the most out of a good aging Phillip Rivers. No doubt. Uh, Damon brings up Brissett plus 2021, 22nd, the first round pick. And next year's second rounder for Matt Ryan. Don't underestimate the Falcons need to unload Ryan's cap. And the Colts have 65 mil in cap space. So that while that makes sense, like we keep just if the if the Falcons trade away Matt Ryan, they still have a lot of dead money on the books for Matt Ryan. Like it's not like it is in the NBA, like Andrew Brent talked about yesterday on our show when we played that video, that it's just the salaries travel with the trade the Falcons still have to owe a bunch of money on Matt Ryan's contract, just like the Rams owe a bunch of money and dead cap on Jared Goff's contract. So that would help get and help them get healthy. How, how does Arthur Smith feel about Matt Ryan? That's something we just don't know. Like, is no he idea. intrigued? Does he believe that he still has something left in the tank? Has he seen his good tape from his MVP Super Bowl uh, appearing year? <laughs> like what, what does he think about him? No clue. No, I, I, and and that is really really important as an offensive mind, which Arthur Smith is. That's why he was hired to come in there. And what do we say that Arthur Smith had to do for the Atlanta Falcons? He had to change the culture of getting leads and losing said leads, and he had to get the most back out of Matt Ryan. Is he willing to do the second? He has to do the first, right? No doubt. A to Z Sports live here on a Tuesday which means it's time for Tuesday trivia. Zach has 10 trivia questions uh, for us to all answer together. We're on the same team, no Googling. That's the only rule of trivia. So stick around for our Tuesday sports trivia. 
Uh, we went six and four last time. So we've got some work to do. We're sitting at 75% on our little season here uh, for Tuesday trivia. So back after week off, but first act, tell everybody about the Tucker agency. Yeah. TuckerTN.com, Nashville's independent insurance agent. But you know what? They can help you all through Middle Tennessee, East Tennessee, West Tennessee, all over the country. All you have to do is email Will, W-I-L-L, at TuckerTN.com. Say, hey, I'm trying to save money on my insurance. The average customer that emails him about their insurance. And you got to think about what do you pay for your insurance? Your life insurance if you have kids. Your homeowner's insurance if you own a house. Your renter's insurance if you rent. Your car insurance if you drive a vehicle. You have these things. You just should pay less for them and still get great coverage. That's TuckerTN.com. Will and his team will make sure that you save money but also maintain a quality policy. That's Will, W-I-L-L, at TuckerTN.com. A to Z Sports, new title sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app, sign up today, use our code ATOZSports, and right now you can get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. What does that mean? It means you can deposit however much you want to, right? You can deposit 50 bucks, 500 bucks, however much, and you get a risk-free bet with your deposit up to $500, which means you either get the winnings from that bet that you win, or if you lose the bet, you get that money back in bonus play there at BetMGM. Download the app today. Use our code ATOZ Sports. A to Z Sports, speaking of, it's time for trivia. I got a brand new trivia website. We're going to do this together, how it works. I asked, we asked 10 questions. I cannot see the answers. We come up with an answer. Austin says final A to Z. We submit it and we try to go eight and two. We try to go 10 and 0, but that's tough. Yeah. No Googling. That's the one rule of trivia is no Googling. So we're going to start out with a, a pretty difficult question, but because it, it, it's a singular moment, but how old was Barry Bonds when he hit his 500th career home run? This is a tough one out of the gate because how many how many home runs did Barry Bonds have? Like 750. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, so we've kind of got to go with, you know, his last couple of years he was hitting 70 apiece. He was definitely in his mid mid 30 mid to late 30s. Like 36. Ooh, Patrick Boyd or Bird says 39. Well, let's think about it. Let's let's try to, you know, he was on a stretch where he was averaging like 60 home runs a year for like the last four or five years. Correct. And I believe he played up until he was like 43. Okay, that's a good reference point. 37 was my initial guess, and we're starting to have some 37s come in. Barry Bonds, for, for a long time, like before the Roids, he was the only guy in the 500 home run, 500 steel club. So he was hitting home runs early on in his career. I, I want to say, so, ah, damn, this is tough. I mean, 37 is my answer, but I, I honestly, I, I it's just a guess off my gut. I think 37, we've had the most 37s around there. It's a tough question. Uh, because it's where you start, right? We started at 43. That's why we're at 37. I'm okay with 37. G-Man just says Bonds is fraudulent. <laughs> uh, Johnny says, trick question. They don't count. That's pretty funny. Uh, let's just go 37, lock it in, final A to Z. That, the hell with it. 
Oh, man. We were one off. 38? He's 36. 36 was the second answer, most yeah. popular answer. That's yeah. a tough one. With, with no multiple choice, that's very difficult. All right, next question. Mm, Owen one hole. What was Chris Bosch named in the state of Texas? So I assume this is his nickname because he played at he played at Georgia Tech. He played at Georgia Tech, but didn't he do what? that? Uh, he did like a skit when he's playing for the Raptors. Big Tex? I have no idea. This he, seems he did like a, a cowboy a, skit for the, and I, I can see it now. I want to say it's Big Tex. Look, man, you're on your own on that. This is a rough start. He went to high school in Dallas. Philip is right. So that's where he was originally from. And he was a superstar in high school. And Louis says double dribble. Bosch Spice. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, this is, I mean, it's hard. I mean, this is Sidewinder. a new website. Sidewinder reminds me of the, uh, the NBA street video game where you nicknamed your character and sidewinder was one of the options. Yeah. And they had one of those moves called Papa's got a brand new bag where you hit it off the backboard and then dunk it. I remember that. Um, This is impossible, man. This is a brutal new, this is a brand new website. This is awful. (laughs) Uh, Well, there are, I'm going down a list. I mean, dude, if you think big text makes some sense, go for it. I don't I don't know. Get another site. All right, the correct answer. Is Mr. Basketball. Oh, that's stupid. That's so Do you dumb. think it was a, a trick question? Like he was Mr. Basketball in the state of Texas? That's so stupid. I hate this website. That, all right. We're all in two. We're screwed now. We have to get eight questions in a row. Let's let's go. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, these these are very specific. I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Uh, here's one that we should get. What is basketball player Zildrunas Ilgaskis' nickname? Is it Big Z? It is Big Z. It has to be Big All Z. Right. Big Z. Finally, does he lock it in? We need it. We need this one. It is Big Z. All right, one and two start. Let's roll. Which golfer is nicknamed Cinderella? What's up with all these nickname questions? Cinderella. Which golfer is nicknamed Cinderella? We don't get an an era in this? No. Man, what the hell? Where did you find this site? And why did you say, I like these questions better? Well, because they're more challenging. <laughs> they're like set up and possibly. I, I've, I have no idea of this. John Rom <laughs> Puka says, throw fire on it. He's Hawaiian. Hun? Are you serious, Rob? Wait, Michelle Wee? Cinderella? Is that it? Ah, jeez. 
So Rob, are you serious? Rob just says, yeah. Are you serious about uh, Hun? This is bad. What do we want to go with? Rob seems like he has a beat on it. So let's just go with Hun. She Hun on. That's correct. Oh, okay. Sweet. Two and two. Okay. Thank you, Rob. Rob. Good thing you're here. Glad you're Rob. Glad you're here, Rob. All right. So we're two and two. Let's go. Let's just get another one. Another win. Where did uh, where did 2017 first round draft pick Mitchell Trubisky play college football? All right, North Carolina, three in a row. Let's now we're starting to roll. That now is we, correct. That's it right in my Carolina. wheelhouse. All right, so we have five more questions. We need all five of these real quick. Let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Again, if you're trying to achieve whatever fitness goals you have, whatever shape you're currently in, Mandu is for you. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Who was the MVP of the 1992 World Series between Atlanta and Toronto? Now, my first gut was Joe Carter, but Joe Carter. He hit the home run in 94, I believe. No, because they went back-to-back. I guess it was 93. Yeah, 92-93. The strike was in 94. Joe Carter was my first baseball memory ever. I feel like Joe Carter has to be the answer here because I don't think we're going to be able to name another Blue Jay. Or is it Chipper? You know, when did, Wait, we did, did the Brave, What year did the Braves win? I thought the Braves won like 96. This is 92? Yeah, this is 92. Did the Braves win in 92? The Braves have been so irrelevant (laughs) that I don't know. I thought... Ooh, BMO. I trust this man. I'm a Braves fan. It was Toronto's Pat Borders. And you know what? BMO had that early... Yeah, yeah, he did. Did we go with Pat Borders? Bimo locking it in. Pat I, Borders, I, final A to Z, lock it in with Pat. The correct answer is Pat Borders. All right, four Jeez. in a row after our 0-2 start. Okay, let's keep it riding. I like that. Good job, Bimo. Huge. Um. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you can get this. Uh. I should know this, so I'm going to – I don't off the top of my head, but who did LeBron James have 61 points again uh, against as a Miami Heat player? Who did LeBron James have 61 points against as a Miami Heat player? Uh, my gut is the Knicks. Didn't he drop like 60-plus in the garden? He did that. So there are three teams that come to mind. The Knicks, the Bucks. In Milwaukee, I thought that he dropped 55 that night. And then the Hawks. I, I, uh, John Michael Presley says the, the Bobcats. Bobcats in Charlotte. Bobcats in Charlotte. That is correct. You're right. Yeah, he's correct. Well, Brad says, yep, it's the Knicks. Christopher coming in with Bobcats. Uh, it's the Bobcats. And you know what? I trust John Michael uh, Presley yeah. because look at his avatar. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're, I mean, He's he he knows. 
I trust this man. All right. So I guess final A to Z, locking in with uh, the Bobcats. I'm going Charlotte the, Bobcats with the John organization formerly known as the Bobcats. We are going to lock it in. And right, the answer is the Charlotte Bobcats. All right. So we're, we've, we've hit five in a row. We're start. We are at five and two after our God awful. Oh, and two hole. All right, Zach. Question number eight is what? Ooh, this is kind of sneaky. <laughs> How tall is Dallas Mavericks center Dirk Nowinski? 7-1. You know that for a I, fact? I think. It's a, <laughs> you well, I mean, that every damn well, time. Austin. I'm sorry I answered. <laughs> I believe 7-1 is correct. No, it's not that you believe. It's that when I say a question and you answer it immediately – your tone is of complete 100 confidence. Well, I mean, wh- I answer what my off the top of my head what I think it is. 7-1. I believe it's 7-1. A lot there's a lot of 7 foot evens. Uh, so here's one thing that I will go with you on this. When you play NBA 2K or did when Dirk was playing, he was listed as 7-1. Right. 7 is he 7-2? Or is he 6'11"? I, I think – God dang it. This is this is tricky because, like, what's he listed and what's he actually? Like, is he wearing shoes? Because the NBA does that. Is this like, long-haired Dirk or short-haired Dirk? Because he, he shaved his, his hair off one but year. But he's at least 7 foot. Like, it's either 7 foot or 7 1. He's not 7 2. I think 7 1. Seven one. I think seven one is correct. Is that what we want to go with? Yeah. What's our record? Right now we're five and two. We've hit five in a row. We're we're heating up. Although seven foot seems to be the most popular answer. Oh. I I let's go seven. I think seven foot. I can okay. Then you can lock in seven foot. Let's go with the people. Kelkin says, let's go with the people. Power to the people. Let's go with seven foot. You want to lock it in? Okay. Lock it in. Final A to Z. Seven feet. Oh, man. Seven one with shoes on. That was was a good appearance right there. Wow. Yeah. So we've made six. We've hit six in a row. So we're six and two on, on the day. So this is a great streak. We need... We need this next one. We really we cannot do, have another six win week. We we really need this next one. Next one. This is a hard one. This is going to go back in time. Who was named the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in two thousand and two? All right. So, oh, man, that's such a long time ago. Yeah. It has to be a player of relevance, right? So let's look at college instead of looking at pro. 2000, who won the national championship? In, that was like USC years? 2001, that was uh, Miami, Ohio State. I think. Well, all right. So the 2001 draft was Michael Vick. 
the 2002 draft, I thought Julius Peppers. Um, so Ooh, that is a defensive very... rookie of the year <clears throat> with Carolina because he was drafted high. 2002. I think this is the this is the Houston Texans expansion season. Tony B- 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 Tony Basili Basili. He was an expansion player. He was like he was drafted in the nineties. Um. I think I think Julius Peppers. I think that's the best. And John Michael, we're talking defensive rookie of the year because there's a couple running back answers. Defensive rookie of the year, Javon Curse was 99. Julius Peppers, I like the sound of it. It makes Champ logical. Champ Bailey. Sense. Champ Bailey. I, mean, I he think- was really good. I think Julius Peppers is the best answer we've got. So do we want to lock in Julius Peppers? I think so. It's kind right, of final A to Z Julius Peppers. The correct answer is Julius Peppers. Hey, oh. Wow. No yes. Googling. Hey, we, that was no Googling. And now, and I thought Julius Peppers and Dom brought up Peppers pretty early. So, okay. We've hit seven in a row. Here's our one. To, is to this rip the final off question? eight. To rip off eight in a row for our final question. All right. I think this is between two individuals. Who was fined more than $13,000 for his touchdown celebration in a Monday night football game? So I have two guys in mind. I'm thinking it's either Terrell Owens or Joe Horn. Yes. Those were my two initial. Or was it Randy Moss when the moon because that was Al Michaels was on the call of Randy Moss's moon and Randy Moss. This, I think it's Randy Moss. Cause you know what? I think this came out straight cash homie. How are you going to pay that check? How are you going to pay that fine? You're going to write a check. Nah, straight cash homie. I think the Al Michaels was doing Monday night football for ABC at the time. Correct. He, he was on that. Call. And I believe that. Moss game was at night, and there was such a what big dis- to. To I know that was on a Monday night because that was San Francisco against Seattle in Seattle. I know for a fact because I that's things that I know. Who was was Joe Buck on the Randy Moss Moon or was it? All I know is that Terrell Owens was in Seattle when he signed that football. He was playing for San Francisco, and that was on Monday night. Where was where was the game? Seattle? In Seattle. Okay, so John Michael says the Randy celebration was on Fox. So maybe I was wrong about the Al Michaels thing. I just remember whoever it was was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and so, and here's the hard part, was the Joe Horn, I think it's Terrell Owens. And Joe Horn, Puka says, who was the guy on the phone? The fel- that was, that was Joe, Joe Horn. That was in New Orleans. T.O. had the Sharpie in his sock. I think time. that's what it was because that was, I mean, that was a prop. It's well, illegal. And 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 the Sharpie was before the cell phone. Correct. So 13000 makes more sense. I don't even know. Yeah, well, I guess Moss did get fined. Yeah, because it was the straight cash, homie. 
It's either Joe Horn or Tio. I think it's T. I think it's Joe Horn, to be honest. But if you remember specifically that that was Monday Night Football. If they're both Monday Night Football, though, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I know Joe Horn, the, the Saints was a night game. I, it was, I, but I want to say that was Sunday Night Football, but I think it's T.O. All, right, all right, let's lock final A to Z, T.O. Correct answer. It says Marcus Peters. What? Now let's look this up. Marcus Man. Peters, fine. What did he do? Oh, he grabbed his crotch. When he was with the Rams, he had a he had a pick six, grabbed his crotch against the Raiders, 33-13 win on Monday Night Football. Oh god. We got backdoored. Well, and I guess and and Rob's correct. At least we know nobody Googles. I mean, that is true. I, I that makes me feel better, I guess, but worse. Dang it. How so now let's now we have to look this up. Uh Carol Owens find I'll look up Joe Horn or Sharpie. Carol Owens was fined. Oh no. This can't be right. Jeez. You know what? Joe Horn was fined 30 grand for that. Uh, Owens was fined 24,000 no, one sorry. week's pay. And the league said future cases would bring a 15 yard taunting fine. <laughs> Mariucci suspended Owens for a week. That's so funny. one week's pay and fined him $24,294. <laughs> we were way off. So Joe Horn in 2003 was fined $30,000 for his phone antics. And then Michael Thomas was fined another 30,000 in 2018 for doing the Joe Horn uh, celebration too. I remember that. Which is crazy. 15 years from when Joe Horn did it, same fine. <laughs> That's that was a good question. It was a very hard question, but that's what sports trivia is. All right. Yeah, very interesting. All right, guys. Well, we went seven and three. That was a, we hit seven in a row. So I was very proud of that. Uh, so thanks guys for watching. Great show. Great discussion on Deshaun Watson. Good discussion on the Colts quarterback. And obviously trivia is fantastic. Uh, so this does, I think we're right there, right under 75% now. So we get, we need a big week next week on Tuesday for trivia to get us over that 75% mark. So thanks for watching, guys. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, and we'll see you Wednesday morning. Appreciate Adios. it. Adios.